Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, Two Men On proudly brings to you a podcast that can be reviewed. Hey, friends of the show, we need 100 reviews. And we're talking Ron Burgundy rules here. Whatever you review, we will read. Our 100 review special as soon as we hit the benchmark. Log into iTunes and give us the five-star ratings on Spotify and wherever you download your podcast. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it is, Duke City. Happy Friday to you and yours. It's a football Friday, and you'll never guess what we're talking about all day. Hmm. We're talking football. Hmm. And football, baby. Action-packed show today. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's another Fredless Friday on Two Men On. I know what you're thinking. The voice of Highlands, Fred Slow, is up in beautiful and historic Las <laughs> Vegas, New Mexico. You would be wrong. For once. Fred Slow is back in his homeland, St. Louis, Missouri. He's our correspondent for WWE's Royal Rumble this weekend. We got him live, and he'll be calling in later in the show to tell you all of the Royal Rumble hotness. 505-246-0610. Give us all your hot takes on the Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610. Give us all your hot takes on the sports animal text line. On a Fredless Friday, as you know, we got the man, the myth, the legend, the best in the biz, the funniest man in Albuquerque, and I might argue the whole universe, (laughs) the hyper-talented Robert Buck D. Gibson. What's happening, my guy? Hey, I'm glad it's Friday one more day closer to Championship Sunday. Mm, not a good feeling. Got eight hours championship football and two great matchups. Oh, yeah. Two super even matchups. I think it's going to be a phenomenal weekend of football. But here's the thing. Uh-oh. It's not going to be as good as last weekend. No. It can't be. It literally can't be as good. If it came even close. Close is fine. Is great. I just want to be able to be tuned in to both games from front to back. Yes. That's all I want. I'm dropping out of life. You know, I was up in Denver last weekend, so I only saw, like, the second halves of the games. Yeah. I didn't really invest in playoff football like I usually do, but this weekend, I'm going to be different. I'm going to be different. You'll be locked in? I'm going to get me a little pizza. Oh, yeah. Get some oat sodas. Put on my comfiest PJs. I'll be on the couch watching football. Because I, I, I love going out in the community. I love going to our friends, Bourbon and Boots, our friends, Dave and Busters, and catching some football there. But you're so distracted, and you're yeah. having fun, and you're laughing, and you're having drinks. If you want to really watch a football game, it's not in person. It's not at a bar. 
it is on your couch as comfy as possible. That's how you really watch a football game when you really want to watch a football game. See, I used to be the opposite. I used to be, I got to be at the game. Sure. To, to feel and to hear and to smell. Then I started going to Chargers games and then watching the game that I've recorded. And I'm like, oh, I miss so much. Yeah, you do. I miss so much. You really do. Yeah. Unless you've got, like, the perfect seats in the house, yeah. like 50, like 40 to 40 yard line, yeah. a few rows back, not the front row. Everyone says front row seats no. are the best. Not at NFL game. No, horrible. You want that eye line yeah, so you to be a little everything. higher so you can see everything. Right. But I'm going to be on the couch Sunday watching some football, and I can't wait to talk about it on Monday because we got a Fredless Monday as well. Luckily, again, we got Robert Buck D. Gibson in the house bringing that sports-adjacent hotness. I'll definitely be doing the same thing. I haven't been able to just hone in on games. This Sunday will be the first time in a while. Also, 505-246-0610, do you want to get me off my couch and in your bar or restaurant? Hit me up. I will love to host your NFC Championship game party. <laughs> They so scrap everything I just said. I will 100% yeah. change my plans and go back on what I just said. Yeah. And I will go to your bar or restaurant or private club. TDs, I'm talking to you. Oh, man. <laughs> I haven't been there since the pandemic. That would be nice. So, it was on my mind earlier today. Okay. You're a clean guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're clean. You're always clean. You're always fresh. Yeah. You're always to the nines. Is everything in your life like that? Car, house, everything? No. Okay. No. See, I was thinking about my car this morning because it's been dirty for a long time. Mm -hmm. Not like, oh, my God, I'm calling the cops on this guy dirty. Right. But, like, dirty, dirty. And I didn't notice because I've been indoctrinated to my own car filth. Okay. Because, you know, when it's clean, it's brand new. You put in the effort to keep it clean and brand new for a while, right? Yeah. And then there's always that one point where you just fall off a cliff yeah. and you're like, Oh, there's a couple pieces of trash in the floorboard. Oh, there's like a little dust. Run your finger across it. Like, oh, there's a little dust. It's okay. I'll yeah. wipe it off next week or whatever. Yeah. I'm way past that right now. Yeah. And I didn't notice until I took Fred to the airport this morning. And I got in my car, and I'm like, oh, these people are going to call an Uber. They don't want nothing to do with my car. Like, the back seat's got Bro. dog hair on it. And I and. You know, Fred's lady friend, I'm like, oh, my God, I should have yeah. brought a lint roller. Yeah, it's not. I need for, a lint roller just for sitting in my car. It's not for Fred. It's for her. Sure. Yeah. This is so funny you say this. This happened to me with Fred yesterday. Oh, my God. Because we go to lunch. I call him. He was here. He was, I was like, yeah, we got to talk about a few things. Oh, let's go to lunch. Pick me up. Pick him up. We go to a spot downtown. Right when he's walking to my car, I notice how dirty the inside of my car is. <laughs> And I know when I became I don't care about my car, it's when my daughter got to an age where she can mess things up. Sure. And then I was like, oh, I'll get it whenever. I'm more of the outside will be clean, but the inside won't. But when he opened my passenger door, I noticed my car is dirty as all hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing. I'm the same That's way. the first thing. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I, I got in the car this morning to go give him a ride, and I'm like, oh, this is filthy. Yeah. And I'm the opposite. I don't care if my outside's dirty as mm -hmm. long as the engine runs right and the inside's clean. Yeah. 
Because if I got my dirty old Prius, no one's going to steal my dirty old Prius. Got you. Why do I, if I keep it too clean, people in Albuquerque, when I'm cruising <laughs> around the war zone or the South <laughs> Valley, they're like, hmm, that Prius is clean, son. Target. Wait till he gets at a stoplight. <laughs> but if I got my old dirty Prius, no one cares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wants that yeah, car. Yeah. I barely want that car. That is funny you bring this up. And I, and I didn't even notice until this morning when I got in. I was like, oh, there is a quarter inch of grime on my dashboard. <laughs> there is dog hair in the back seat. There is friggin'. I just shoved the trash oh. underneath the seat. I was like, oh, you didn't notice until you realized you looked at your car through other people's eyes. Yes, I did this to you guys yesterday. I sent you guys a video. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it in the group chat. I know Fred did. You guys were at O'Neill's yesterday, and I was like, hey, this something's not sounding right. And I sent you a video of my dash. Uh-huh. I look at it, and I was like, you can barely see the numbers because it looks like it's a cumulus cloud over the top of it. <laughs> I get so dusty. I was like, yeah, I shouldn't have sent that, man. Not at all. Well, thanks for the heads up on the signal. <laughs> if you're out there in Radio Land, uh, last couple of days we might have had some tech diffs on the FM signal. Lucky for you, we're also on 610 AM. So if you're having problems with the signal, we've heard your feedback, and that's okay. It's not on us. It's not on the station. Right. The tower is on top of a windy mountain, so it's not on us. It's the weather. Also hit us up on at TalkABQ on all of our social media. We on Instagram, Facebook, and our Twitter game's about to get stepped up a little bit. And if you're outside of the listening area and uh, friends and family, your friends and family, friends of the show, et cetera, et cetera, you can always stream live at TalkABQ.com or the KNML app. So you got options out there. Yeah. Hey, and if you can't catch it live, wherever you may be with whoever you may be with, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we are on. Share with your friends and family. We need more friends of the show. Because guess what? We love you. Yes. That's the reason why we have all these options. Because we love everyone. Albuquerque, thank you for bearing with me with my dirty car rant. It is on the top of my list to <laughs> fix tomorrow. I got it penciled in. First thing in the morning, we are going to clean that dirty car not too nice though yeah you don't, don't want to do it too much. i don't want a stealable car yeah i want people to know that there's some scratches on the outside but it's still clean enough to to drive to church you know special guest today uh-oh nfl legend bill romanowski will join us at 5 30 we're talking championship weekend we're talking nfl life we're talking everything Frequent contributor, friend in real life, friend of the show, KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega, joins us at 5 o'clock to talk about everything going on in his sports world tonight and this weekend. Action-packed show today, a lot of great topics, racism in hockey, the coaching carousel, football players want to play baseball, and all the NFL talk that you can handle. 505-246-0610. Give us your hot takes for the NFL weekend. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the text line if you don't like to call. If you don't like to hear the sound of your voice and you just want to text us, that's fine, buddy. Shoot us a text. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, Two Men On. Hold on a second. You've gone the whole segment. You didn't even say hi to me. On oh, the you're, you're busy. I was That's waiting on it. Up. I was waiting on it, Mike. You, I was waiting. You're twisting dials and poking buttons. <laughs> he does look real serious, right? Didn't he? He is serious. He had like the little 
wrinkles had, in his he forehead had, and forehead yeah, ruffles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mikey. <laughs> see, what you can't see behind the glass right now is Mikey has a trainee today. Uh oh. We got Phil the Thrill in the house. Yes. A new uh engineering producing trainee back there. Learning the ropes from the and best I, in the business. And I just thought of it. It was just the last second. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I'm not <laughs> trying to be, you know, Mr. Ego here, but I was like, I'm part of the crew. So, like, they didn't go to me, I don't think. <laughs> Anyhow, well, I my, love you guys. It's a Friday, <laughs> football Friday. I'm glad to be with you. Mike, well, you're Mike gonna, wouldn't wrap us up without us. Any other time, he's like, okay, hurry up. This time, he's like, wait a minute. No, hold on. Hold up. We got time for this. We don't need a commercial break now. We, we got need, time We for need this. me. <laughs> I want some me time, man. <laughs> oh, you deserve it. You're the best in the business. Super producer, Mike Vital, as usual, and our new trainee, Phil the Thrill. Apparently, he's a sports fan, and he's rocking some Jordans, so we like him already. He's in there. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Who is it? Okay. Welcome back to Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. Big shout out to Dave and Buster's, our title sponsor. We wouldn't be there without their support. And special shout out to New Mexico Pinion Coffee. It's really sweet to have like such good partners and sponsors that you actually care about, who have a great product and, and help us do really good things in the community. So we're very fortunate to be here. And we wouldn't be here without our partners and sponsors. So we love you guys. I don't know what the word up is, but we do have a cameo. Yes. By frequent contributor, Mailman. What's happening, Mailman? Can I do it one time? Can I please do it one time? All right, hit us with it, Mailman. Van Fred's not here. Van's not here. <laughs> Thank you, sir. What's happening, my dude? You're one day closer to having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. How does it feel, Mailman? Let me tell you the trash I heard earlier today. Okay. And, 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 and my boy Buck Gritty. Uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Buck Gritty, if you can, if you can go ahead and shoot this crap down now, because when I heard it, I almost threw up in my mouth <laughs> driving down the middle of the road and almost ran off of a cliff. So, your boy Cowherd. Garoppolo to the Steelers, and one of his correspondents said he thinks so also, and that he would trade Minka Fitzpatrick or anybody else to get Garoppolo. And I threw up in my mouth. I said, dude, are you smoking? You need a drug <laughs> test right now. Because I was, it'd be different if he could stay healthy. But, oh, hell no. Not, <laughs> they only gave him a second-round pick when he went to uh, the 49ers. Right. I might well give him a two and a three. I might give him a two this year and a two next year, Maybe. But I'm not giving up Minka or nobody else that's got any clout on the Steelers. Not for Garoppolo. I mean, 
But anyway, mailman. Anyway, mailman. The real wait. reason I called. Hold on, mailman. That's gritty. Mailman. That's gritty. Mailman, hold up. I want to talk about that really quick. Okay. So Garoppolo's win-loss record has nothing to do with anything, right? Because I feel like that's something that a lot of people overlook. Yeah, he's not the flashiest. Yeah, he's not this or that and the other. But he does win games more often than he loses. But I'm with you. They cannot give up Minka for him. Heck no. But um, anyway, um, <laughs> anyway. You, know where, you know where we get our haircuts. Yep. I, 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 I won't mention it. Yep. But I was in there yesterday. Okay. And that was, a, you know, a, a nice, friendly barbershop. Yeah. Things get discussed. Okay. I walked in, and I heard something called uh, the Queen of Spades. And they said, Van, go to the Urban Dictionary, look that up. Y'all discuss that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I said, oh, my God, I never heard of that. And these dudes was like, it's a real thing. It is. I was like. Holy smokes. I said, what? I said, where's Robert? Where's Robert? When I need him, he ain't here. All right, we're going to have to do that off air. Yeah. I know how Urban Dictionary is. Yes. I'm kind of scared to look it up on air. Yes. Right. Because I, I was like, what? And it was like, yep, it's a real thing. I was like, holy smokes. But um, anyway, I, I, like I said, I give up a two maybe. Maybe a two this year or two next year. Maybe. Ain't no way I'm giving anybody or any circumstance up for Jimmy Garoppolo. No. I, no. No. <laughs> All right, no, man. We'll go up. so far as to get that dude that was with the Colts uh, that was backing up. Um, uh, you mean Brissett? You mean Brissett? Maybe him, I give up a one, but I'm not giving Garoppolo a one. Come on now. <laughs> you don't want the best quarterback in the NFL, Jimmy Garoppolo, as far as looks are concerned? There you go. He's the best looking. Dude, dude you're smoking that dust too. I think you <laughs> need to bring you a drug test too. There ain't no way Jimmy Garoppolo is the best quarterback. Uh, looking. Yeah, no. He just going to overlook that part. Yeah, looking. Best looking. Yeah, okay, best <laughs> looking. You know what? That's important no. when you're a quarterback. Oh, you know what? Uh, one other thing. Since you brought it up, uh, I got to thinking when you said you was worried about your backseat and picking up Fred. Now, if Fred is the dude that's on the left sitting in that, uh, sitting in that chair on the sports animal app, Unless you drive it around in one of those uh, mini buses with the pole in it that they have in Las Vegas, yeah. ain't no way Lurch is fitting in the back of your car. <laughs> hey, Fred, when Fred's in the front seat, his knees are on the dashboard. Yeah. He, I, I saw that picture, and I said, dang, he is tall, huh? Yeah, okay. he is. And then you were talking about sitting in the back of a Prius, Ain't no way he getting in the back of a Prius. No, he can't. The floorboards are out, and he's running around like uh, Barney Rubble, and, and they giving you that extra kick power. <laughs> mailman, there is no way he getting in the back of that. The mailman, you're so the you're the best. Fred needs a ride. You tell him call the mailman. I'll pick him up. 
I pick him up at my ranger and spin the cast and, and he has a room and if he need my room, I lay out the I lay out the back uh, the back bed of the truck, put some put a tent over the back, get some hot coffee, and I'll drive him to the airport. Uh, that's a deal, mailman. Save me some trouble. <laughs> All right, mailman, you're the best. Thank you I for the call. I got you guys, man. I got you guys. Hey, appreciate easy, you, dude. Stay, stay safe out there, mailman. <clears throat> Jimmy G ain't going to win you no games on his own. No, you have to have a great defense in place. Yeah. Because um, that's, that's the formula they have in San Francisco. You saw what he did. I mean, he got a W yeah. against the number one seed Packers in their house. So he wins games. He wins the majority of the games as he's in. That's San Francisco about. has what? A 70% winning percentage when he's in? People want their quarterbacks to be flashy now. Oh, he's flashy with that helmet off. If he, if I am Jimmy not G, disagreeing. Jimmy G goes to Pittsburgh. Jimmy G goes to, to Heinz Field. It's going to be Pittsburgh Heinz Field presented by GQ. Yeah. They're going to nickname, they're rename the whole stadium. Move over, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> he's probably the hottest guy on the team now, but he's nothing when Jimmy G gets into town. No, Jimmy G's the bell of the ball. <laughs> and he just keeps winning. The dude just keeps winning. And it's so ugly. It's so ugly. He had, what, like 70 yards passing before that final drive? Yep. That final drive took him over 100 yards, but he did what he needed to do. Got a field goal. His team won. The Niners are going to be better with Trey Lance, though. If he wins the Super Bowl, he is the modern-day Joe Namath. Sure. Easily. They win, they win in spite of him. In spite of, in and spite. he looks great. <laughs> he just doesn't have the mouthpiece like Joe, but he just sure. looks the part. He plays the part. He wins. That's what it's about. He doesn't have the mouth that we know of because he was raised in New England. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. part of Belichick taught him right. Yeah. He don't say nothing. He keeps his lips shut. Doesn't have to say nothing. He just walks in. The cleft in his chin does all the talking. We'll talk more Aaron Rodgers later, but I, I just don't think Pittsburgh is the landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. I think it's Green Bay or it's Denver, and Vegas has an outside shot. And we'll talk more about that when we get back. We are live in the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Shout out to them. They are the best in the business. And shout out to O'Neal's. We had some fun at O'Neal's yesterday. Had some friends at the show come out. And we are very, very fortunate to have great, spa- great sponsors and great partners like O'Neal's. Catch us there every Thursday as we switch in between the Heights and Knob Hill locations. Check your dudes out live. You can come see how tall Fred really is and how ridiculous Van's mullet is in real time. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We're brought to you by I-9 Sports and the YMCA. And I mentioned those two together because they're both great organizations. They both do great things for the community. And we're honored to have them as friends of the show, partners, and sponsors. This Aaron Rodgers talk is not going away. (laughs) So get used to it. All right? Get used to it. 
Aaron Rodgers, the speculation begins the second the Packers took that L. And now it's going to ramp up because Nathaniel Hackett, his buddy and offensive coordinator, is now the head coach of the Denver Broncos. And I hope that the Denver Broncos hired him because he was the right candidate for the job. That he has such a skill set, he's such a great offensive mind, that obviously the next step for him was to be a head coach. And I don't know if that's the case. I think the Broncos signed him just for a shot at Aaron Rodgers. Has to be. Has to be, right? Has to be. Do you, I, do you hire the guy that only scored one touchdown? All he had to do was get his team in position to get one more field goal throughout the game. One more field goal that didn't get blocked, actually. Do you want the guy fresh off of a huge upset in his home stadium whose offense is prolific, one of the best in the NFL, and couldn't do anything? Is that, do, you, do you hire that guy? I mean, you've got to base it on a long resume of success. Right. The most regular season wins the past three years. You know, I mean, he's quite a talented guy. He's got a really interesting offense. So I'm assuming that a lot of him being hired was his resume, his talent. But it's Aaron Rodgers, right? That's it. Nothing else. There's so many great candidates out there. How would you feel about that, though? It's not me. It's what I could bring. That's not me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about this yesterday. Like, he's sitting sitting in um, sitting in the interview. And is it about him? Like, do they ask him questions about him? It's like, <laughs> so, Nathaniel, yeah, yeah. how close are you with Aaron? Yeah. Did you get the vaccine, or are you like an Aaron Rodgers guy? Because we don't care. You could do either here. But if he's smart, he asks – well, he answers all those questions because his success hinges on – Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Yeah. And he's going to bring Rodgers' other buddy, his current quarterback coach, as the offensive coordinator. Right. Because they got the same scheme. They've been working together for a long time. So they're going to bring him right in just to get Aaron Rodgers. And look, I'm going to miss him. Uh Uh-oh. All of his quirks, trolling the media, all of this weird stuff. I'm still going to miss him on the field. I'm not going to miss him. When you got to get a friggin' field goal to go up more than one score on a team that you should have beat, I'm not going to miss him when he chokes in NFC Championship games. I'm not going to miss him when I sit back and think he's got one ring in 17 years. I'm not going to miss him like that. But he's the guy. Like who who doesn't want Aaron Rodgers on their team? That's the thing. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Right. After those few names, who would who wouldn't you replace with Aaron Rodgers? That's it. Trevor Lawrence, maybe. Yeah, because of the upside. The upside. The upside. The longevity, the rookie contract building right. around him, like right. that. I get. Yeah. Would you rather have three years of Aaron Rodgers with a great defense and great wide receivers around him? Or would you have 10 years of Trevor Lawrence? If you're, if you're a GM, if you're an owner, you're like, we're going to go all in right now. 
Woo! You know what? Get three. We're going all in around Aaron Rodgers for three years. It's Jacksonville. They want a championship. Sure. And to be honest, three years may be on the low side. Yeah. He may pull a Brady. Yeah, Brady. I mean, yeah. 44, still exactly. playing at a high level. <clears throat> Second best quarterback in the league this year. 44 years old. But here's the problem that nobody's talking about. Well, uh, people are talking about it, but I don't think we have. From, AFC. From the text line, owner of the Duke City Gladiators, Gina Thomas, mm-hmm. said Nate Davis. <laughs> Nate Davis needs another shot. Nate can sling it. He's still young. He's still healthy. Don't make me name all of the quarterbacks that Nate Davis can outplay today. Sure. That have jobs. It's a conversation for another time. Yeah. Nate got blacklisted by the NFL, and it's not fair. Right. He's in a long a long list of people that the Players Association didn't take care of. Shout out to Nate Davis. Best in the biz. Yes, sir. Deserves all the credit and accolades he gets. He can go out there and play tomorrow. Yeah. He's that good. We're lucky to have him here in Albuquerque. Great guy, great part of the community. We're very lucky to have him. But, yeah, who, what, 22, 23 teams will trade their quarterback for Aaron Rodgers right now without blinking. Right now. Without blinking, even for only three years. Yeah. He could pull a Brady. You're right. He could play five, six, seven, however many years. That's how I see him. That's how I see him doing. I don't see him as that old quarterback um, you know, back when they was like Montana and Elway. But we thought they were old guys, but they really weren't. No. Now it's like, holler at me after 40. Sure. That's where it's at. Brady's 44. Not one of my friends my age look as good as Tom Brady's <laughs> 44-year-old ass. Not it's not all. even close. Not I don't know. All. A single one. No, not a at all. A single one. Not at all. And I'm sure Rodgers takes just as good a care of himself. But he's like, he's just kind of like goofy looking, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. He's like, if you, if you like saw Aaron Rodgers out in the wild, what do you think his job would be? Like, to stay in the wild? To stay in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be rescued. Leave me here. <laughs> a naturalist. So I, he looks like he manages like, a series of staples, <laughs> office supply stores, in like Northern California. He worked his way up. That is so true. And, and now he's got he's the regional manager. He's not just the, the manager of one store. He just got a new promotion. Uh, what I was what saying, like. what I was saying earlier, Van, and nobody's really speaking on. He's moving. If he goes to the Broncos, which I think it's already happened, it's already done. It's it's going to be a harder conference than the NFC. And he's moving into a way harder division. So they're gambling. They're gambling. Sure. They're gambling big time. What are their other options? They going, Broncos going for Russell Wilson? That would be a good option. No, for them, they're going for the best. They have to. Look at the quarterbacks in that division. But I'm speaking from his point of view. I know they were talking about Vegas. Vegas and Denver in the same division. Um, Going back to Green Bay, I don't think that's happening. I, I, I don't have that feeling anymore. No, I don't think that's happening. And, and he's definitely not going to retire. The success that he's had throughout the regular season, and it seems like he's all chummy with uh, the GM now, Gudenkunst, however you say his name. Seems like they're on a better relationship now. They're better terms now. 
but I just don't see him coming back. No, he's not. And the question is now, where is he going? And Denver is obviously the most obvious answer. Very front-running. But, I mean, you had a great point. Does he want to be in the AFC? That is a gauntlet oh, going man. through the playoffs. Yes. Yes. AFC is so loaded with great quarterbacks. Just to get just to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC, you got to go through Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. Oh my goodness. And uh, Matt Jones. Yeah. Matt Jones stepped Matt it up Jones. this year. Yeah. Back then they didn't want me. <laughs> now I'm hot. They all on me. Who? Matt Jones. <laughs> Who? <laughs> He looked great this year, and he's, yeah. he's only going to get better. That's yeah. the perfect system for him. So why does he even want to go to the AFC? I would say Keith, well, they're not going to trade him in a division. They're never. They're not just going to punt, him, punt no. him over to the Vikings no. like they did with Favre. No. Well, I guess he went to the Jets first, didn't he? Yeah. They're not going to trade him in the division, and they're not going to trade him to like a, a rival in the NFC. And I don't think he wants to go to the AFC. I don't know. It's it's a for me. It's a lose lose. If I was Aaron, I would kiss and make up, make sure they fix those salary cap numbers and trade for some talent. Too late. It's too late. The damage is done. Once that happened, he was gone. If it was Super Bowl or nothing this year, if I mean you, you get Devontae Adams too, right? Yeah. This is a package deal. Yes. This, this is, is a Brady and Gronk situation. Exactly. You're getting, yes. you're getting both of them. Because mm-hmm. there's no way Devontae stays in Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. No. It's a package deal. Devontae will sit out. Devontae will say, if you guys get rid of Aaron Rodgers, you don't keep him happy. I'm immediately not happy. I will sit out this year. Yeah. If you, fran- if you franchise tag me, I will sit out all year. Players have done it before. We've seen it happen already. Yep. Players sitting out until they get a new contract or they get traded. It happens every day. And I think the NFL is going the way of the NBA to where players just designate where they want to go. Like, I want to play with my friend. And eventually they won't be able to stop them. You see it with the Rams. They kind of did it in a roundabout way. They didn't do it the NBA way. Right. But the destination was the same for all those good players. Yeah. Are you unhappy? Very. Do you like palm trees? Yes. Do you like beautiful women? Yes, yes. Do you like the ocean? Oh, yes. Do you like the newest stadium in the NFL? <laughs> Boy, do I have the team for yeah, you. There you go. More NFL, more NFL talk when we get back. You listen to Dave and Buster's Presents, Two Men On, on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Sandia Hills, that's where I want to be. Welcome back to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D. Sports Animal. You been to Electric Playhouse yet? Not yet. You got to go. go. Yes. You got to take the kiddo. Yes. You got to either take the kiddo during the day or take a lady friend at night. Because it is an amazing place to go hang out and take the kids. Yeah. But also they have like concerts and like DJs and stuff. They got like a nice little... The bar and restaurant there, too. I love that place. I've been passing that place every day and did not realize that's where it was at. Yeah, man. Right over there by Six's house. So Yeah. Yeah. They're coming downtown. They just got to. That's right. You were saying that. Yeah, they're coming downtown. I can't wait for that. Can't wait to see the new setup. I got to talk to him. I don't even know if, like, 
they're going to keep the old one and have a new one, or it's all going to the new one, or whatever. Also, I saw their uh, their setup <clears throat> at the concert room at Meow Wolf Denver. Like the whole mm-hmm. concert room in Meow Wolf in Denver is like like electric playhouse. Yeah, like it's all interactive stuff on the walls, and you could shoot like any image or whatever on the walls. You can just create a new atmosphere depending on the concert or the music or whatever. It's really cool. It's a cool setup. I definitely have to check out the Meow Wolf in Denver. I went to the one in Vegas. So and they, they let me know, oh, this one's nothing like the one in Denver. Oh, they're all different. Yeah. And yeah. they were saying it's so much bigger. And I was like, bigger than this? <laughs> okay. All right. Jerry Jones don't stay out of the news for long, does he? Oh no. He came out with an official statement today that Mike McCarthy is his guy, has always been his guy, and don't believe the hype about Sean Payton, who actually paid Sean Payton more to stay there because he didn't want him to leave before he got the Saints job. Apparently, Sean Payton stayed in Dallas a couple extra years (laughs) and turned down a few head coaching jobs until he got the Saints gig. Mm -hmm. Jerry Jones was bragging about how he keeps his coordinators and he pays his coordinators more than anybody, and they have a culture where people want to stay there. Well... Jerry, Dan Quinn took like six job interviews yeah. this week, and none of them was for defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. So I guess he just didn't like the vibe of the job. But that's a good get for Dallas. But he goes out and says that he was his guy the whole time. And Oh, gosh. I'll tell you why he said Mike McCarthy's his guy the whole time. Why is that? Because you know he's got Sean Payton's phone number. Oh, it's. <laughs> you know there's some collusion there. He called his dude after hours. He's like, hey, hey, Sean, you uh, you want we want coach some some Dallas Cowboys football? What you what you think? You know you know you like that. That is too dead on, man. <laughs> you guys can hear it through the airwaves or however you're listening. I have these on these headphones, <laughs> and that was that was really Jerry Jones right there. And that, um, that's the only reason that he backs McCarthy, right? Is because Sean Payton took yeah. his call and he's like. Jerry, no, I can't do it, man. Save face. You have Sorry. to save face. Because he like Sean Payton is a smart guy. He's not a he's not a dummy. Hey, he's not a concussed ex football player. You know <laughs> what I mean? He's still he's still got his faculties about him, you know? He's a smart guy. And if you're a fan of the NFC East, you're thanking Jarrah today. Yes. Because McCarthy's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> the coordinate. I mean, if he can keep Dan Quinn and Kellen Wilson, that's a, a huge score. Oh, uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Yeah, Sorry, Kellen, Kellen Moore. Moore. Yeah, I did it again. Yeah. The wrong name for somebody. That's and twice. That also ensures it's twice. Wilson's in your head, man. And that'll, that'll ensure another year of disappointment for Cowboy fans, having McCarthy back. I just don't think he's up to the kind of coaching that you need to do today. I don't know what it is, but when he was in Green Bay for the 13 years, players would just, they, they got tired of hearing his, his act, and they wore on them. Well, what um, Dallas doesn't realize Dallas fans don't realize Dallas is best when the coach cannot stand Jerry Jones sure so that's why you need to make this happen with Sean Payton Sean Payton doesn't like Jerry Jones people forget wasn't he fired he was fired the first time he was fired yes is that a fact that's a fact oh I thought he just got a better gig he got fired huh yeah they don't like each other yeah get him win Super Bowls I think Jerry likes everybody when you got a chance to get better. 505-246-0610, Cowboy fan. 
Tell us what you think about Kiva McCarthy. Or not, because I already know your answer. You're unhappy about it. We got to get you out on a Thursday at O'Neill's. I'm coming. Come you, guys, you guys look like you have a lot of fun we out there. We have so much fun out yeah. there. Yeah. KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega when we come back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. One hour in the books, Albuquerque. Just like that. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Whether we're here in studio at Cumulus or we're out on the road, we are in the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. If you have any real estate questions whatsoever, buying, selling, buying land, expanding your holdings, insurance, mortgages, John Lopez is your guy. Big shout out to John. He always comes out O'Neill on Thursdays too. Come hang out with him. It's a great guy, man. I think we're efforting getting Brandon Ortega. The best in the business. Back to back to back. New Mexico Sportscaster of the Year. KOB TV's very own. A dear friend of mine. Excellent musician. Father of the Year. Foo Fighters historian, above-average golfer, snazzy dresser, rock salt and pepper hair like no one I've ever seen before in my life. (laughs) My personal hero, Brandon Ortega. What's up, my dude? I've been trying not to laugh the whole time. You almost got me with the salt and pepper stuff. Not cool, dude. Still love you. What's going on, boys? Nothing, man. Just having a happy Friday here. Got one hour in the books, and now we get to wrap with our friend of the show. Yeah, let's do this. I'm feeling refreshed after my weekend and uh, hitting, hitting Friday pretty hard. We got a lot of exciting stuff this weekend. Well, tell us all about it, man. What are you covering? What's the big storylines right now? Yeah, you know, Friday night here at KOB is always about New Mexico Game Day. It's the longest-running high school sports show in the state since 1996. Great district games tonight and tomorrow, um, and this is our last game day before the Olympics takes over the airways for the next three weeks. So if you're trying to get caught up on high school basketball, KOB4 is the place to be at 1030. Um, yeah, like I said, district games tonight, uh, all over the metro. We'll, we'll highlight some games around the state too. And, uh, yeah, I think the big one tomorrow for me in my book is girls basketball, undefeated Farmington taking on La Cueva in girls basketball. That Those are two – state contenders for sure. So La Cueva Girls Basketball is our special guest tonight, uh, hanging out in the Metro with them. So, yeah, a lot of high school basketball to talk about this weekend. Uh, Speaking of girls playing basketball, how about them Lady Lobos, Brandon? They are in the driver's seat for a great season. In the driver's seat, no doubt. Almost got their 10th win in a row last night. UNLV edged them. Um, Shai Magruder was a monster again with 27 points. But, uh, yeah, you know, Win streaks are great, but you can certainly learn from losses. And you know the Lobos are going to draw up a, another good game plan for San Diego State tomorrow on the road. So, yeah, having a great season. Uh, if 
we were going into the conference tournament right now, UNLV would get the tiebreaker for the one seed, but there's still plenty more games to play. And uh, the Lobos have uh, have time to catch up and maybe get the one seed heading into Las Vegas in March. What, what's the key to the Lady Lobos' success this year? Because I know a lot of people had them pegged as maybe taking a step back this year. I didn't understand what the hullabaloo was about. They got a great roster, a great coach, and obviously they get to play in the pit. So that's a, a great advantage, too. Where Where's the hate come from, Brandon? Well, the easiest thing to question with them is their depth because they really only play six players when it comes to significant minutes in the rotation, you got the Dust Sisters, who are lights out from three pointer from three point land. Jaden Belisera, the Roswell native, um, you know, all conference player of the year candidate heading into the season. Shai Magruder, who I feel like is a is a player of the year candidate now, coming into her own. At Anderson, the the senior sensation, and Paula Reyes, who's been unbelievable the last few weeks and i feel like she could be a mountain west freshman of the year candidate out of spain so you got six great players but that's really it with their depth and i think a lot of teams came into the season doubting that that lack of depth could last through an entire season and they did it last year with the six player rotation they've done it again this year and i i mean i don't know how they do it basketball is a grueling sport when it comes to conditioning and when you're playing like three or four players almost the entire game and six players you know 20 plus minutes a game that's a that's going to test your endurance but they've been doing very well and they came up short last night and they'll look to bounce back on saturday yeah brandon i was going to actually talk about them the loss can be looked at as something that's positive because it's basically going to wake them up and say you know what let's get back on target um, for this next win. Do you think that's going to be the sentiment for the next game for the Lady Lobos? Yeah, and to be honest, Mike Bradbury has come off of some of these wins during that nine-game win streak like they were losses. I mean, there were some games that they had some fortunate things happen at the end, and they pulled it out. And Bradbury, to his credit, I feel like he's been keeping his team even-keeled throughout this unbelievable run they've been having in this great season in general where yeah hey we won some games but we easily could have lost them and so they've been learning from games that were wins just like they were losses so yeah there's no doubt about it you know they learned a lot from coming up short in las vegas and and then they can bounce back in california no doubt speaking of learning a lot let's switch over to uh the lobo men's team do you think they're learning lessons? Do you think they're progressing as a team throughout the year? They're taking a lot of tough losses. Hey, they're beating a lot of spreads, but they're still taking L's. I know they are doing well against the spread. And if you're a gambler, you're happy about that. Right. I, I could care less about that. But, uh, yeah, look, haven't won a game in conference. And they're playing a team tonight who has also not won a game in conference. So something's got to give tonight at the pit. 7 p.m. tip-off, if you got time to check that out tonight. Um, yeah, this is a team that's young, and not only young, but just super experienced. And, th- and they're finally all getting that experience. When you talk about a guy like Jalen House and Jamal Mashburn Jr., who were coming off the bench of their previous programs, they are the dudes with the Lobos. And they've taken their lumps. They've had, they had some nice wins in the preseason part, in the pre, uh, non-conference part of the season. And... Uh, with injuries and, and with a significant player transferring, they've had to adjust and they haven't been able to pull out a single conference win yet. Colorado State was super close on the road. Wyoming was super close. Coach Patino felt like after Fresno State, 
the first half, they really took a step back in the progress they had been making in the two previous games. So I'm really curious to see how they start tonight because you have to set the tone. You can't just assume because you're playing a team that's been struggling even more than you guys have been struggling that you can get an easy win. So you got to set the tone right away. Yeah, Brandon, you were actually touching on something that I wanted to talk about because the last loss, you know, Tuesday night, they, that first half, they came out kind of flat, and you could tell – Coach Patino got on him, came out the second half, but wasn't enough. So do you expect the men's Lobos team to come out against San Jose Jose State on a whole different level, kind of continuing that second half that they had Tuesday? Yeah, I certainly, if you're a Lobo fan going to the game, that's what you're certainly hoping for. I mean, you cannot start a game like they did against Fresno State. Now, look, Fresno State's got a first-round draft pick prospect. And you certainly can't start like that against a team of that caliber. I don't care who you're playing. You can't start flat. You can't be turning off, be turning it over in a manner that leads to extremely easy transition points. So yeah, you, you just have to start strong. And in and, and, and all these areas that they were just lackluster against Fresno State, you have to be sharp on offense, and you just have to close out on defense because Fresno. Excuse me, San Jose State, for the things that they've struggled in, three-point shooting is not one of them. They, they make about 10 threes a game. So you have to respect that range that the Spartans have shown. So what kind of game plan do they have coming in? We'll see, we'll see what it is. But, yeah, you, just, you have to start strong. Next segment, we're going to talk L.A. Lakers and State of the Union in LeBronville. What's going on with your Lakers? Is this just bad matchups, can't stay healthy, or is Russell Wilson just Russell? I did it again. You did it again. I did it again. Russell yeah. Westbrook. Yeah. Is you Russell yourself, West? Though. It's okay. Is, you caught it. Is Russell Westbrook <laughs> just that bad of a fit on this team? That's really all that it comes down to. Is Russell Westbrook a bad player? No. no. Do the Lakers have a lot of bad players? No. Do they just not fit? That's what I feel like it is. I feel like, look, Westbrook, LeBron, and AD thought they had a great plan coming in, and it just hasn't panned out. Sometimes you have to just admit to yourself this isn't working out. you got to end a relationship you know, shorter than you were planning on it. And I think the issue with Westbrook is he's home. He doesn't want to leave because he's home. Sure. This mm-hmm. is where he wants to end his career. So I think it's as much as the Lakers are realizing more and more it's not fitting – it's Russell Westbrook that's having an even harder time admitting that it's is not working and it's not going to work. So we'll, we'll see you know, how it all pans out. But the trade rumors have been you know, getting hotter and hotter the last few weeks and certainly even the last few months. I mean, it really hasn't fit all season. They've had a game or two where they've, they've beaten decent teams, um, but they've just struggled top to bottom in every facet of the game. So we'll see how it all pans out. Brandon, is it fair – for Laker fans and Laker haters to pile on LeBron James because it seems like it was LeBron who wanted Russell Westbrook over anyone. Is that the right route to go? Should people be piling on LeBron James for the pickup of Westbrook? Yeah, when it comes to what he's doing on the basketball court, you can't blame him whatsoever because he's still at, what, 37 years old playing at a super high level. Now, you're right. LeBron wanted Russell Westbrook on the team. And, I mean, rumor has it, he basically recruits all the players that, co- that comes onto the team. It's not just Westbrook. It's these guys that are coming off the bench. And, you know, your Malik Monks and your Carmelo Anthony's and 
I mean, it's no secret that since LeBron showed up in L.A., he's been getting the guys he wants on the team. So, yeah, I think it's super fair to blame LeBron and say, hey, man, you're a great player, but as a GM, you're stinking it up, and it's, this isn't working. So I think it's super fair to, to blame him because, yes, he has a huge part in why players are coming to the Lakers the last few years. He got that Jerry Jones disease. He just <laughs> You can't let him be GM. Yeah, He ruins everything when he's GM. you got to hand it over to somebody else who knows more. So far. Brandon, when are, when are you on tonight? When are you on this weekend? How can people see you? Yeah, coming up tonight at 6 p.m. for the early show on KOB. And then we have a 10 o'clock show. Sports is around 10.20. And then New Mexico game day. Tonight's the, the last one before the Olympics start. Uh, our high school sports show will not be happening for the next three weeks with the Olympics taking over the KOB airwaves. So, yeah, tonight at 10.30, New Mexico game day. And, yeah, 6 and 10 o'clock is, the other, is our other sportscast before, uh, before we get the night going. If you need your dose of sports knowledge, if you need your dose of professionalism, if you need your dose of high school sports, Brandon Ortega is the best in the biz. Trust me there. KOB TV's own, very own Brandon Ortega. Gah. Looks great in cheetah print, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Handsome, you handsome know, man. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. You know that's not me, right? <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure you know that's not me. I had to look uh, twice, Brandon. I was like, wait a minute. Robert. How, why would you even need to look twice? It looks nothing like me. How dare you guys, man? So, if I would have known that was up, man, uh, man. I'm seeing it now, and I, 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 I'm seeing it. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not joining us on the Facebook live stream, we, we did Brandon dirty. We it's found, not me, you guys. We it's found, not me. We found some mariachi musician also, I guitar. also known. You can get a picture of me playing guitar so easily, and you had to get this fake Brandon Ortega. I mean, it actually is, is a real person. He's literally named. He's a artist somewhere. He's a, a real person. He's a real guy named Brandon Ortega <laughs> holding a guitar so and up. a cheetah prince for it. We love you so much, Brandon. Thanks for being a friend. I'm not. And I'm real not life. answering your calls next week, man. Thanks for being not answering it. Show. I love you. I love you too, brother. <laughs> we love Brandon, but we love the YMCA almost as much of Star TV and Radio, Brandon Ortega. We start our days at the YMCA, and we'll tell you more about that later. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Grandma, lama, monkey, and pajamas. Whatever the lyrics are, I don't know. <laughs> something, 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 California. You got a kid that likes sports. You got a kid that wants to be more active. You got a kid with a quirky interest. I-9 Sports Chapter 280 does more than just football, baseball, basketball. Check them out on the interwebs, i9sports.com. Search Chapter 280, and they'd love to give you all the info you want. We're talking a little bit LeBron James. We're going to talk a little bit L.A. Lakers. We're going to talk a little bit not Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> He's made all type of appearances in today's show. Russell Wilson's <laughs> been on here twice. I know, just everywhere. <laughs> Talented dude. Lakers 
point guard, Seahawks <laughs> quarterback. Does everything. Yankees third baseman. Russell Wilson Westbrook Jr. the third. I think the Lakers are going to be fine. They won a championship with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They don't need Russell Westbrook to be full-blown, triple-double, street ball Russell Westbrook to get them to the promised land. They just need him to not brick a bunch of threes and hog the ball when they need to be running plays and distributing. That's Westbrook, though. That's Westbrook. That's him. You can't expect him to be a different player than what he's been his whole career. So a little behind the curtain here, Robert's actually a Lakers fan. Huge. Is this the roughest stretch you had to watch in a while? No. It's the roughest stretch I had to watch in a while with expectations. Ah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. What are you talking? I'm talking because once we got all these players, I was like, oh, here we go. We're, we're going to break the record for wins just because it looks good on paper. Sure. Didn't look at the chemistry. We have too many ball-dominant people. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't know how you do it. No one's ever been able to do it. No. Russell Westbrook is must-see TV. Yes. He is so fun to watch. He is so dynamic. I don't know how he goes out there night in and night out, triple-double after triple-double, Slices through the lane, exciting dunks, crazy passes. He is so much fun to watch. But no one his whole career has been able to tap into his talent. No one's been able to turn him into a a championship-caliber player in the playoffs. No one's done it. And I bet LeBron James and all of his hyperbole is like, I'm the man to do this. I'm I'm going to fix Russell Westbrook. And he's still Russell Westbrook, and they can't do it. No, we messed up. When I say we, I'm a we guy when it comes to my team. (laughs) That team we had in the bubble could have won back-to-back championships. We could be working on our third one. That team had so much depth, height. People knew their positions, knew how to play, who were the people to go win games. Right now, we have a team full of alphas who are used to being alphas and don't know who needs to be the guy at the end of the game. Even if it gets to the end of the game. We, the Lakers haven't had a close game in I don't know how long. Would you rather have Carl Anthony Towns and Alex Caruso than Russell Westbrook? Yes. Easy yes, right? Oh, what? It's an easy yes. With a hurt Caruso. With a hurt Caruso. He's hurt right now. Give him to us. <laughs> I'll trade you. Give him to us. I'll trade you. Yes. I think so too, man. And, yeah. and, and that's what the coach wanted. Yeah. The, the coach wanted Caruso and Towns, mm-hmm. not Westbrook. I would have taken Buddy Heald over Westbrook because Buddy Heald isn't a guy who would just take the ball and be dominant. And that's it's, – it's hard to say because maybe they're just waiting to gel at the right time. They're just, late. They've been limping through this season. Everyone's been hurt. 15 games out of first place. You could not have told me. Under 500, a game under 500. But with how competitive the West is. Yeah, it could slip away except, really quick. Except for, you know, Suns and Golden State. 
they could go on a run and be third place. They're three games out of fifth place, right? They are four games out of fifth. Place. Four games out of fifth. Yep. You get, you get hot. The other team gets cold. The other some team ahead of you has a gauntlet. They got to go Golden State, Phoenix, Memphis, Utah. They take four L's. The Lakers get four softballs. Yeah, you can flip the script real fast. You can, but from what I'm seeing, this team doesn't have it. And like I joked earlier, I mean, he, LeBron James built a super team in Miami, had great success. Went back to Cleveland, built another super team, great success. Went to L.A., got A.D., got a bunch of role players. He showed that you don't need a big three. No. You need a big two. You got an inside and outside, and you got a bunch of role players. I mean, that's the way it used to be, 70, 80, 90, 2,000 basketball until the super team started. But that, I think that was a big swing and miss, pulling in Russell Westbrook. I mean, I mean, you're seeing the results. Yeah. I can't say enough how much I love watching Russell Westbrook play basketball. But it's not a winning formula for a team. Not at all. To have him on your team. When we come back, new friend of the show, NFL legend Bill Romanowski joins us to talk championship weekend. And whatever we talk, like we like to sit around and talk with a cup of coffee at New Mexico Pinon and talk about Bill Romanowski's legendary career. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9. Playing a little FM Foo Fighters FM. just for uh, Star TV and Radio, KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega here. A man stuck in Michael Vital's heart. <laughs> Welcome back to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610D Sports Animal. I like making new friends, Robert. You like making new friends? All the time. I love making new friends. We have a new friend of the show today, NFL legend, movie star, fitness extraordinaire, four-time Super Bowl champion, two-time pro bowler, and I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's anywhere close to what he deserved. Almost a 1,000 tackles in the business. Bill Romanowski, welcome to the show, my guy. What's happening, guys? How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. So, hey, I was looking at pictures of you earlier, and you still got it, my dude. You are lit. You are <laughs> yes. lit. You are lean. You are fit. Yes. You look like you can go out there and take some snaps in the association some more, my guy. Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got... You ain't got the knee. What is it? What is it? Knees? Is it shoulder? What is it? I did a show called Joe's versus Pros two years out of football. So I was 39. And I tell you what, I almost got badly embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that was two years out. Now, at 55 years of age, they would have to run away from me. Or throw the ball away from me, and that way I wouldn't have to. I would still probably run and try to stick my head in there, but <laughs> I don't know the, what these guys are able to do and what it took just to be able to take that field for me was eight hours of training a day, you know, for an entire off season. 
Sure. I mean, and you still stay fit to this day. You still look great. Is Nutrition53.com and especially the original Lean One protein powder, I mean, is that the secret to your success? It, you know what? It's one of them for sure. You know, uh, I'll tell you a story. I had a guy that was taking Lean One. This is like eight years ago. And he was taking Lean One. And he called me and he said, hey, your product doesn't work. What's going on? I want my money back. And I got on the phone with him. And I said, well, how are you taking it? Well, he said, I order a large pizza every night. And I have it with my large pizza. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, so, hey, if you use it the right way as a meal replacement or a post-workout, you know, or a healthy snack, you know, you'll lose 5 to 10 pounds in a month. You know, so I use it to stay lean, fit, strong, use it every day. I love it. I live it. And it's, you know, what I'm most passionate about. And I mean, and that's the thing about mental and physical health, right? There's there's no miracle cure. There's no miracle key to success. It's it's a lot of different things, and having a healthy diet and taking care of yourself, and you know, some good supplements, some good vitamins, which you could find on nutrition53.com, can also be part of it. Yeah, and uh, you know, you, you, I mean, eating is a big part of that. Supplementation is a part of that. Your workouts is a part of that, you know. Great relationships are a part of that. You know, there's a lot of things that play into it. You know, living, you know, a good, you know, uh, you know, living your best day in and day out, whatever that is for, you know, individuals, because everybody's different. You know, for me, I I swim a mile every day. Impressive. And I like to hit the Sheesh. gym five days a week. Nice. Yeah. And the water makes my body feel amazing. I like to get in the sauna every day. You know, I spend 20 minutes to a half hour every day in the sauna. You know, pretty soon I'll be doing cold plunge every day. You know, and I it's love cold part plunge. of what I do. And that's how I'm able to stay healthy and fit. Okay, Bill. So you spent... Six years in San Francisco, six years in Denver. Yep. Two Super Bowl trophies in each stint. I mean, yeah. that's like exactly equal. Do you got to play Switzerland? Are you, are you more of a <laughs> Niner at heart? Are you more of a Bronco at heart? I mean, well, how do you play this out? You know what? It's actually a good question. But then I did, I probably did pre and post game for the Raiders for like seven, eight years here in the Bay Area. And everyone kind of started, you know, thinking of me as a Raider guy, you know, and I only played two years at the Raiders, you know. So, um, but, you know, I learned, I got drafted by the 49ers. I learned how to be a pro, you know, watching Jerry Rice, Ronnie Lott, Roger Craig, Joe Montana, Steve Young. Uh, I can go on and on and on. These guys were great teachers, and I learned how to be a pro by the best of the best. And I took that with me to other teams I went to. And, you know, the NFL, you know, is about respect. It's about hard work. Um, 
given it everything you have every single day and don't ever leave a stone unturned when it comes to your preparation. And, uh, you know, that is what lasted me 16 years, and it's why I lasted 16 years. So I have a question about the state of the game, because when I think of Bill Romanowski, I think of a guy who never took a day off, tough, in your face, making the play, very physical. Now we look at the game now. Even we have friends of the show. We, I'm looking at some text here, and they're saying, Bill Romanowski, cracking skulls. When you think of your name, you're that guy. When you think of the, the way the NFL is going now with the play of defenses and the hits and, and everything like that, is it something where, that would have made it difficult for you to play into the league when those rules are in place? Good question. I was getting fined, <laughs> you know, back in the – you know, mid to late 90s on a regular basis because of my hits. And I was a head hitter. I used my helmet as a weapon. And, you know, today, you're not allowed to hit with your helmet. And if you do, you're going to get penalized, fined, or kicked out of a game. Mm-hmm. Sure. Then, yep. You know, I probably would have been kicked out of most of the <laughs> games I played in if you took my style of play and implemented it into the way the game is played now. But, you know, there are guys out there that they're figuring out how to deliver those blows with the shoulder. And, you know, I watch them and I'm like, I'm pretty amazed at what these guys are able to do. But I will say this inside from Tackle the tackle in the trenches. Hey, they're still cracking heads, <laughs> and it's still violent, and it's as violent as it's ever been in the trenches. It's just not when it comes to hitting the quarterback and hitting receivers over the middle. Got some friends of the show also in the text line sending you a shot out for being a Boston College guy. Yeah, I had four phenomenal years, and I remember my first year there, you know, with Doug Flutie, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to start as a freshman, and playing with a guy like that, always having, you know, he was he was a guy that basically when he was on the field, you always knew you had an opportunity to win the game, and We had a phenomenal team. He was a phenomenal leader. And we all remember, you know, the Hail Mary in Miami. And, you know, that's one of those plays that really stands out to me, you know, in my college career is watching Doug Flutie and what he did, you know, for the school, what he did for our football team and what he did for me. So let's uh, segue over to the championship weekend. Your old squad (laughs) is visiting the Los Angeles Rams, and I don't know if it's going to be a road game as much as it would be in a lot of other places. The Niners travel so well, I think the stadium's going to be split 50-50. What's your vibe on this game? Is 
is Niner Nation going to come out and represent? Is there going to be oh. more red jerseys in the stands than blue jerseys? I don't think there's going to be more, but I think there's going to be a lot. Hey, I'll give you this. I think it's going to be maybe 25 30%. Hmm. And I hope I'm wrong. I, I think that's low. Yeah. Hey, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it's a lot more than that. But uh, you know what? You talk about uh, a physical football team. The San Francisco 49ers won the last two games in the, in the playoffs by being physical, yep. being more physical than the Dallas Cowboys. They're not as talented as the Dallas Cowboys, yep. man for man. But they beat them in the trenches. And I had a, a guy, um, I, you know, I had a coach uh, that always, always used to say, you know what, offense sells tickets, defense wins games, Boom. and mm-hmm. special teams win Super Bowls. Hey, if they make it to the Super Bowl, you know, you could pretty much say that their special teams in Green Bay showing up the way mm-hmm. they did true. Yep. were truly responsible for that. And, uh, you know, so they're, they were physical. They were more physical than Green Bay. To go there and beat them in the cold was one hell of a game. And to beat Aaron Rodgers, um, hats off to them. Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, they, they really brought it. And they brought it in a big way. And, uh, you know, they've, they've had a good track record against the Rams. I think they've beaten them the last six times. Yeah, right. six in a row. Yep. This is, this is going to be, you know, I, I will say this. This is a different, little different football team, and they're able to get Odell Beckham in the door and Vaughn Miller, and I think Vaughn Miller is playing at a higher level than he was uh, during the season. And I think Odell Beckham, coming off that knee injury from last year, is kind of hitting stride right now. And, you know, so I think talent-wise – the Rams are a more talented football team, man for man. I kind of said kind of like the Cowboys. Sure. But right. Can they be as physical on Sunday? Right. Because I truly believe, you know, Kyle Shanahan wants to beat you in the trenches, mm-hmm. beat you up physically, and, you know, pretty much take your will from you. Um, Bill, I want to talk about, okay, you were – speaking about being drafted by the 49ers, you are a champion. You come to Denver, a team had, that hadn't won a championship yet. You lead them. You help them to win this, those two championships. I'm looking at the other game. We have a young team, Cincinnati Bengals, going against a team that's already won a championship. With that experience that comes with winning a championship, does it give Kansas City a significant type of edge over the young Cincinnati Bengals? You know, it does. It gives them an edge. But um, here's the deal. You have a guy in Joe Burrow that is basically kind of taking, you know, I'll just say it this way. He's kind of taking the league by surprise. 
he surprised me the mental t- hey we all knew he was good mm-hmm. but when you get to the NFL can you can that translate at that position the mental toughness the drive the the will the lead a group of men and make them all believe they can kick anybody's ass on any given Sunday, um, that he's proven he's got it. And he is the real deal. And now can they show up and, you know, they beat them during the season. So they've proven that. But when you watch Kansas City play Buffalo, you're like, <laughs> how can anybody beat this team? Exactly. You know, because Buffalo had it won. They won the game. That's got to be hard to watch Patrick as a defensive Holmes. player, right? 13 seconds. As yeah. a, as a, as a as linebacker, you're like, there's no way. On the clock. There's no way. Yeah. Bill yeah, Romanowski re- would not have let that happen. I'll go oh, out and my. say it right now. <laughs> well, I will say this. I can't I, – I just cannot believe they didn't squig, sw, you yes. know, just yeah, sure. swip kick it down there right. and, you know, burn, I don't know, five seconds, any four or five seconds, right? you know, off the clock doing that. But, you know, there's a couple, a couple of things. But both of those teams played spectacular and it was probably one of the best football games i've one of the best i've watched yeah yeah couldn't agree anymore we were super spoiled last weekend nfl legend bill romanowski nutrition53.com bill thanks for taking the time and thanks for being a friend of the show you got it take care guys thank you i appreciate you bill you listen to dave and busters presents two men on on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal Ooh, Mikey. He's digging in his bag. Oh, wait. He's in his bag, man. See, this is something that I, I actually listen to. DJ. What's the name of the group? This is Fantagram, my dude. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Good for you. Ding, 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 ding. You went a free uh, trip to Burger World. Every time they do a tour, they come here to Albuquerque. Oh. Yeah, I've seen man. them here a couple times. Great band. It's different. Special shout-out to NFL legend Bill Romanowski for joining us on the program. I think we're going to build a relationship with that guy. He's going to come visit us in L.A. when we're on the Radio Row for Super Bowl week. Two men on will be live from the Super Bowl the whole week leading up to the Super Bowl. Excited to meet some new friends out there. Most definitely. We start our days at the YMCA, and I'll tell you what, dude, I love that place. I love that place so much. You ever been to the Y in the morning? Yes. It is so sweet. Like you got the old codgers there drinking coffee and (laughs) fixing all the world's problems, and I think me and Fred are the only people there under 40. But we just have a blast every morning. Obviously, I'm exaggerating. There's all shapes and colors and types at the YMCA. But they rehauled 
their lobby. The lobby looks great. It's very inviting, a nice place to hang out in. And they got a new little uh, sports science area. Do some sled pushing and some Olympic lifting and okay. got some new a little turf sprint area. It looks great in there. What you thought about the YMCA, you have no idea. Go check them out. Coaching carousel keeps going. Uh, out of left field, <laughs> the New York Giants hire Brian Dayball and uh, didn't see this one coming. Not at all. I didn't know his name was even involved in all in these hires. So I, Nathaniel Hackett to the Broncos, that makes sense. Right. He's a great offensive coordinator, and you got a shot at bringing Aaron Rodgers in. Matt Eberflus to the Bears, I didn't see that one coming either. No. Like, what we thought two weeks ago is this is going to be the race to see who gets Coach Brian Flores. Exactly. A, a race to see – who gets Coach Harbaugh. Yep. But I think these guys must have just killed it in the interview because there's so many other names I had ranked on my coaching death chart. Death chart? Ooh. Wow. Bonkers. <laughs> How about a depth chart? Brian Dable, Matt Eberflus, like I did not see those coming. Well, when you think of Dable, I, it kind of makes sense now that I think about it. You know, he was the offensive coordinator for the Bills. Sure. Think about – Allen when he first came right not Allen that we know now right he's a he's a quarterback developer their offense is miles ahead of what it was when Allen first got their first couple of seasons and you look at the Giants quarterback situation I can understand that this is someone they look at and saying hey here's our guy or if we don't have our guy here's the new guy do your Josh Allen magic so you think that the Giants are set on Daniel Jones? I think so, or, or, or whoever you, knew. Or do you think Dayball is like Daniel Jones' last shot? It's like, if, if he can't make this guy work, we got to move on. That, that's what it is. Because, I mean, there's, flashes, the ladder. Of, there's yeah. flashes of brilliance yeah. with Daniel Jones, but he just can't keep it together. Right. All right, we'll see what happens. Three teams got their coaches. Six more to go in the coaching carousel. We'll keep you posted on all the developments. Two hours in the books. Last hour, we're doing all NFL. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on your weekend championship predictions. Give us all your hot takes on the games. And give us your prop bets. I want to hear what's going on in your sports world. We're always sitting here in the John Lopez Real Estate Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Shout out to our friends in New Mexico Pinon Coffee. They help the community like no business I've seen around here, and we love working with them. Another hidden perk about working with them, they got the best coffee, I think, in the universe. I haven't had, like, Jupiter or Saturn's coffee, but as far as Earth goes, I think <laughs> New Mexico Pinon has the best coffee on the planet. The best. <laughs> like that. He just can't quit us. Can't have a day off. On the Sports Animal Hotline, co-host the two men on, wrestling correspondent, 
freak in the sheets, correspondent in the streets, <laughs> co-host of Two Men On, Fred Slow. What's happening, my dude? Hey, boys. How are you? Oh, just oh so good. Oh, good. Hey, just landed in St. Louis, Missouri, and saw Randy. Or, but I was too cool to say hi. All right, you, you cut out a little bit. You saw Randy who? Randy Johnson? Orton. The big oh. unit? Randy freaking Orton at the Ooh. airport, but I was too cool to say hi. You were too cool to say hi, or yeah, you just like, he had like a direct stare past you and kept walking. Is that what happened? Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> so are you just like fiending for tomorrow? Like, are you going to sleep at all tonight? Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're familiar with my 35-year relationship that I've had with professional Sure. Season. Fred, I'm sorry you're cutting out a little bit. Can you like uh can you leave I think it's I, the restroom? Yeah, it's 5G. The problem is 5G. Oh, it's a, there we go. the 5G's too strong. Yeah. It won't it won't Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you are actually from St. Louis. So not only yeah. do you get to do your favorite thing and watch wrestling, you get to be in your second favorite place besides Albuquerque. What's it like to be home? Uh, I don't know. It's like 12 degrees. I mean, that's number one. Blech. So that's that's the first thing about the Midwest. But, but I mean, I'm so boiling hot for the Royal Rumble tomorrow, and I'm ready for your boys' predictions. Okay. Well, yeah. before we give our predictions, yeah. I want you to catch up, loyal listener, without spoilers. What are the big storylines leading up to the Royal Rumble? What, do we, okay, what are we looking only, out for? There's only one storyline, and it's whatever the frick Brock Lesnar wants to do, <laughs> and that's the only thing that matters. So it's Brock Lesnar versus the world. <laughs> All right, you know my guy is the Miz. Yeah. Yeah, because he was on Dancing with the Stars and now my parents love him, so by default he has to be my favorite now because he's my parents' Correct. favorite. Does the Miz have a chance? Yeah, so the Miz actually not competing in the Royal Rumble game. Ah. He and his wife are teaming up against Edge and his wife in an intergender tag team match because the two ladies got in a got in like a hissy fit one time and now they obviously have to battle in front of millions and millions of fans. How exciting. Yes, no, I'm literally telling you it's very exciting. I mean, we're sitting so <laughs> close tomorrow night that we could I could possibly catch sweat from the Miz like like onto my body. No, uh, yeah, you, I was with you until you said that. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> if I'm going to get COVID from a wrestler, <laughs> I think The Miz is way up on my list. Yeah, I would say that The Miz is, like, he's, he's like, in the top tier of, like, famous level. Yeah. Like, he has, like, multiple TV shows. Like, your mom knows who he is. Yep, yeah. Like, he's, yeah. But there's absolutely no way he can win as he is a bad guy, and bad guys always lose at the big ones. Number one on my list of wrestlers to get COVID from is Asuka. No, Asuka. Asuka. Please say it the right way. Asuka. I did say it the right way. I read it perfectly. No. You, okay. That's, Asuka. You're, you're saying it like you're a 13-year-old excited about Japanese cartoons, and that's not what it is. <laughs> you don't tell me what gets to go on in my head, Fred, okay? You understand uh, that. I'll what goes on the show. So, it's, yeah, no, tomorrow night's the night. They're doing it at the Trans World Dome which is no longer the Trans World Dome. I think it's uh, the event center in Mid-America or something. But uh, it's where the St. Louis Rams used to play, Van, and that's uh, ironic 
because the Los Angeles Rams are playing on Sunday, so I'm going to have a mixed bag of emotions while mm. I'm in the building. Well, so does St. Louis having a mixed bag of emotions because the Rams left, the Browns left, and then you left. What's harder on St. Louis? <laughs> I would say me leaving St. Louis was a bigger blow than the Rams leaving St. Louis. <laughs> uh, Fred, so b- before we talk about the main event, the one thing that I love about the Royal Rumble is there's always a surprise. Someone that yeah. you never thought of, someone you forgot about, always enters the Royal Rumble. Who do you think will be the biggest surprise to enter the Royal Rumble tomorrow? This year, full-on spoilers, I'm telling you it's The Rock. So The Rock is coming back, and we are going to start our road to WrestleMania literally in second gear. And by the time we get to WrestleMania, we'll be in sixth gear as me, you, Van, and all the friends of the show that we can pack into a caravan to Dallas We'll sit next to 105,000 screaming Hulkamaniacs and celebrate The Rock defeating his cousin Roman Reigns and becoming uh, head of the table at WrestleMania. Thank you. Fred, don't tell me that because I've been trying not to think of The Rock showing up to Royal Rumble. If he does, you know he's going to win it all. I'm yes, going lo- to win it all. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to be calling and texting you, which you won't answer because yeah. you're going to be losing your mind. I'll be too busy smelling what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> I I really hope you're correct. Like, that will be yeah. the biggest, the best surprise of the Royal Rumble. It, you think On the, Rock- the flight over, my lady said, what if John Cena shows up as Peacemaker? Oh. <laughs> yes. oh. That, that is strong. <laughs> I like that a lot. So you think The Rock is going to come back because Jungle Cruise was so awful? Is that is that why? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, really hedging his bet. That's what I think it is. Yeah. So no doubt, yeah, no doubt in my mind. So okay, the let's... times are kind of pointing to yes on it though. Like just because obviously you do Royal Rumble here in St. Louis. St. Louis has just a rich lineage. Then you get all those Peacock streaming sales up. Then you put 110,000 people into Jerry's World, and you get the largest crowd in the history of anything ever for the biggest main event in the history of anything ever. And then you have to like physically remove me from the building afterwards. So I I have a scenario which I think is going to play out for the main event. Hear me out because you made me think about this when you said The Rock will enter the Royal Rumble and he'll win. Yeah. And, you know, he'll go up against Roman Reigns. But I think it will be a three-man main event at WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar because, listen, listen now. Listen, this is what's going to happen. Paul Heyman will screw Brock Lesnar out of the title. Then Brock Lesnar has to turn his sights to Paul Heyman, which will be with Roman Reigns. And there's your three-man main event for WrestleMania. Yes, I will physically be there for that. And then I spiritually, my bo- it will leave my body. My body will leave. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be without a soul. That's what's going to happen, I'm telling you. Okay, I like this Rock angle, but if it's not the Rock, who else is going to be the big surprise, possibly even a surprise champion? Today, in the ladies' side, it'll be Charlotte Flair. So she's already the champion, and she will enter. It's the first time as ever a champion has entered the Royal Rumble. Mm. And she will win out because she hasn't won one yet, and that's like the thing, the WWE thing is like get her more accolades than her dad, and that will be the play on that. So that's like your big Royal Rumble, like like put all your money on it move. 
Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would love to see, like, The Undertaker come out for five minutes. I saw Michelle McCool just put a bunch of new T-shirts on the website. So, you know, for certain she'll be there. So, Uh-oh. it's like, yeah, 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 those little things could be a thing. But as far as The Undertaker coming in and winning, no. But yeah. could The Undertaker come in and get eliminated by, like, an Austin Theory? And then, like, he starts to get, like, that rocket to the moon yeah. from WWE? Yeah, there's a strong possibility with that. I Googled where is The Rock right now, and uh, there, there's, that a website? there's no website, so mm. put, put that one down. He's gone dark. Because since the passing of DMX, my favorite yeah, website is, is DMX in jail. Yeah, is, <laughs> is DMX in jail. We need a new replacement for his DMX in jail. I think where is The Rock right now? That's a good replacement. Yeah. Those right. are my big ones, boys. Those are the main event. And then, obviously, uh, Roman Reigns over Seth Rollins. Uh, there will be nothing to that. Right. And Brock Lesnar over Bobby Lashley. And, I mean, that sucks for Bobby Lashley, but it's cool that he gets playing the main event for five minutes. <laughs> so how, how excited is St. Louis? Because I know St. Louis and Missouri is big-time wrestling country. Like, did this thing sell out on the first day? Yeah, great question. So whenever we got off the plane – uh, we were, you know, we're at the baggage or whatever, cause my lady has to bring her entire closet. And as we're collecting our things, there's literally like fans lined up around the baggage claim with like Beckett's and posters, just like, like snagging autographs of wow. like WWE as they arrive. So, I mean, it's, it's in full fledged here. Uh, I passed a couple of billboards on the way in that were like, you know, get the WWE app or whatever, get the trading card game. So, I mean, they're doing the whole push here, but you know, St. Louis is an A-rated city for WWE, so you always get, like, the Royal Rumble or the big cage match, or you get, like, something of a spectacle. And when it, if it's here or if it's in Chicago, L.A., Dallas, there's a couple places where it's always top tier, New York City. And, yeah, we're get, it's going to be obviously the best show of the year thus far, but it'll, it'll probably be one of the top four shows of the year. Fred Slow, co-host of Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal that happens to be this show you're listening to right now. Mm-hmm. So the co-host of the show is calling into the show, talking about what he's doing right now. It's very meta. It's very Inception. And I love it a lot. Right. Yes. Fred, are you going to call in on Monday and tell us all about the Royal Rumble or are we going to have to wait till Tuesday when you get back? Yeah, absolutely. In person, Tuesday when I get back. And then uh, I know we're going to – we only have like two minutes right now, but I want to make sure we had a chance to all three get together and say it together. Uh, next Tuesday when I get back, that puts us exactly one week out from our first day at Radio Row with the Super Bowl. So we're very excited about that and kind of all the things that go along with that. So I just wanted to take a second because all three of us haven't been on air in a long time to just say how excited I am to do that with you boys and how I'm excited to represent KNML in the city of Albuquerque while we're out in L.A. doing, doing that Super Bowl coverage. I couldn't agree with you more, and I'm so excited to go to the Super Bowl. This is going to be my first Super Bowl, personally or professionally, and I'm honored to be there on behalf of KNML and Cumulus Media, and I'm really excited to do some great interviews Absolutely. and put on a great show. Absolutely, fellas. only thing we need is Mikey V, but he'll be back here at the studio. Yeah, well, apparently he got replaced because when I called in, there was a very new producer. <laughs> I, leave, I leave the state for one day. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't. They didn't want to ease him in while you were here because yeah. we know how hard of a time you give people. I'm so. not great. I'm not very <laughs> so good. No, we're, we're, we got a little softer touch here for yeah. Phil than you do, Fred. 
Royal Rumble this weekend, big work week next week, Super Bowl after that. And by the time we get back, I don't know, what are we doing, boys? Playing in spring training because baseball should be back. So, yeah, it's going to be an exciting February. March is full of basketball. We're going to love that. we got a good year in front of us, boys. I'm excited. Super excited. Yes. Fred Slow, have some fun. Be safe. Love you, brother. Love you, bye. From the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, you're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Dave and Buses Presents Two Men On. It's a Fredless Friday as he's on assignment in St. Louis, Missouri at the Royal Rumble. If you didn't catch last segment, shout out to co-host Fred Slow. Going to have him a good time back in his old stomping grounds, doing his favorite thing ever, watching wrestling. Shout out to Electric Playhouse, friend of the show, partner of the show. We're excited to do a wiffle ball league with them digital wiffle ball oh that sounds so fun i cannot wait the bats are real the balls are real but the fielders aren't Mm -hmm. the stadium isn't because we're using electric playhouses technology to cast a field and play some wiffle ball there it's going to be a blast come hang out with your boys Uh, we're going to start it in march so come hang out with your boys have a pint play some wiffle ball get your company team together get the friends together it's going to be a blast Check us out. We'll be talking about this a lot more when we get closer to that. NFL Championship Weekend. Going to be some good ones. I love the way the season played out. I like these matchups. I think they're wildly interesting. I think they're really good matchups. I don't think the Chiefs are that much better than the Bengals, but that's what Vegas says, and Vegas is almost always right. Yep, yep. They keep making money. Vegas doesn't have bad years. I don't think too many have these last four teams in the championship weekend or championship Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I had Chiefs and Rams, but there's no way I would have picked Cincinnati or San Francisco to be in the championship. Right. Beginning of the beginning of the year, obviously. Mm-hmm. I had Cincinnati being the wild card. I think I like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Cincinnati's skill set and I think they're only going to get better. But beginning of the year there's I would have punched you straight in the face <laughs> if you said Cincinnati and San Francisco yeah. were going to be in the championship games. There's no friggin' way. So let's start breaking down some games. Yeah. Cincinnati traveling to Kansas City, AFC championship game. Vegas has Kansas City a seven-point favorite. I think that's way too much. I think it should be somewhere four-and-a-half, five-and-a-half. But Vegas says Kansas City is a seven-point favorite. I don't see it. If you have memory loss, if you have brain damage, you might not remember that Kansas City just beat them three weeks ago. They know how to do it. Well, well, the the Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah, week 17. Yeah, Cincinnati beat Kansas City. Yeah. Excuse me, said yeah. it backwards. And they did it in convincing fashion as Joe Burrow – And this is Madden stats when Madden is set on easy. Last time they played, Joe Burrow went 30 for 39. It's a 76% completion percentage. 446 yards, four touchdowns. Wow. That's Madden stats. Yes. That's Madden set on easy. 
it is bonkers what he's able to do in that offense, what him and Jamar Chase are able to do. So I would not count them out for a second. Well, when I look at this, I you just think of what the Chiefs did last week. And then you just – I think of the 31 years it's been since Cincinnati's won a playoff game. And you want to say this is going to be a blowout. But you can't because of what you just said. Week 17, yeah. they won. There was nobody sitting out. All the major players were there. And then it's the momentum thing. To be honest, the Chiefs should not be here. That's the crazy part. You would think you would say the Bengals shouldn't be here, but it's really the Chiefs shouldn't be here. And it's it's weird to say it. It's going to be a close game. I am not taking that seven either at all. Yeah, I, I really like putting seven on top of Cincinnati and watch it be a close game. Yep. And I, I think this is an obvious over bet, right? Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Burrow. There was, what, 65 points in last game? Yeah. I think this is an easy over. I mean, that's, and that's what everyone's saying. But I think it's going to be under. I think both teams are going to try to establish the run simply for the fact that they don't want to give the ball back to each other. Yeah, there we go. They want to run out that clock. They want to establish the run game. I see a lot of slants, a lot of screen passes, a lot of dink and dunk just to keep the clock running for both teams. Yeah, sounds good. In theory, <laughs> yeah, sounds good. But what these two teams do best is go down the field. Sure. I was looking at Joe Burrow's percentage of passes 15, 20 yards down the field, and it's like 60-something, 60-plus. It's nuts. Then you have Mahomes. Come on, man. Look at who he's throwing to. Kelsey, the cheetah. I just, like, I want it to be an exciting game. They may come out running, doing the screens. That's out the window after the first quarter. I think after the first couple of possessions, all right, we tried it. Let's do what our strength is, and let's see if they can keep up. Right. I mean, the line, the, the line of reasoning is don't abandon what got you there. Mm-hmm. And both of these teams got there by airing the ball out. Air raid. And two great quarterbacks, two great wide receiver cores. They're going to run up the points. They're going to throw it down the field. That's common knowledge. You know that that's going to happen with Cincinnati and Kansas City. You can just write that on the chalkboard. We know they're going to do this. They're going to go to Kelsey deep down the middle. Yep. They're going to go to Tyreek deep yep. down the sideline. That's going to happen. But both these teams saw what happened the last time they played. And both of these teams saw what happened during the – the game with the Bills last week. Right. They don't want a shootout. You want to control the ball. You want to control the clock. And you want to keep the other prolific quarterback. You want to keep the other prolific offense off of the field. Last team with the ball wins. That's how it's going to go. Um, it, either way, it's going to be a great story. Whatever team wins, you have Mahomes. They'll be in, what, three Super Bowls in a row? It's crazy. Um, then you have the Bengals, who haven't done anything in 31 years, coming up with three playoff games on the road with a second-year quarterback that everyone was saying, oh, he's good, but not now. And now is now. That's, that's crazy. Good story either way. More championship talk. Two Men On is presented by I-9 Sports 
and the YMCA. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. What it is, Albuquerque. Continuing our talk on championship weekend, we're going to wrap up hot takes on Bengals and Chiefs and move on to Rams-Niners this segment. 505-246-0610, hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline. 505-246-0610, hit us up on the Sports Animal Text Line. If you didn't notice, they're the same number. So don't get confused. It's the same number. One goes to a telephone. The other one goes to a computer application where we get your text messages. So hit us up with your hot takes, whether you want to call or text. We got your back. Proud of our partners and sponsors, man. We are so lucky. We're so lucky to have such great friends in the community like O'Neill's Pub, New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Of, our, of course, our OG sponsor, Dave & Buster's. You know, it's pretty funny. Like We like host games or have game night at Dave and & Buster's, and we're there so often. They're like the first title sponsor of our show. Like when we just started, when we were ABQ Central, they'd be like, oh, yeah. You're the guys from the Dave and Buster's show. <laughs> and I was like, well, like, well, we have names, and yeah, so, yeah, does, yeah, so yeah. does our show. We're not just the Dave and Buster's guys. We're real people. Yeah. I have thoughts and feelings, guy. A lot of people think the Chiefs are an overwhelming favorite. They've been there, done that, battle-tested, been to the Super Bowl two years in a row, won two straight AFC championship games they have one of the best in the game Patrick Mahomes they got a loaded roster on offense it's like talking about Madden like last time Chiefs and Bengals played it was like playing Madden with your friend with the settings on easy but it was like that in the Bills game too right it's just absolute firepower it's like if you were to like craft a team you're like who's your first round pick at quarterback a lot of people going to say Patrick Mahomes. Who's your first pick at tight end? A lot of people going to say Travis Kelsey. Who's your first pick at wide receiver? A lot of people going to say Tyreek Hill. Yep. They're loaded. Loaded. Loaded with firepower, and we've seen it for the last four years, how loaded and how talented they are. They have so many records already. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at Andy Reid as the only coach to take two teams to the to AFC, well, not AFC, to championship games right. four times in a row, right. two separate teams. Patrick Mahomes, if they win Sunday, will be the third quarterback to go to three, actually the fourth quarterback to go to three Super Bowls in a row. That's crazy because Patrick Mahomes has not been in a league that long. Send a shout-out to uh, our, our reliever. We're bringing in the relief behind the, gl- the glass. It's hard to say that Jeff St. Louis is the best in the business because Mike Vital just walked out of the room. Right. Now that Mike Vital walked out of the room, best producer in the history of the world, Jeff St. Louis. How's it going, my dude? I really appreciate it, and I love being here. Who, you got any hot takes on the championship weekend? Bengals Chiefs? Bengals got a chance? You know what? It's just an opinion because you guys are experts. So I'm going to just probably regurgitate what you said tomorrow whenever I'm talking to people trying to make <laughs> Nice. That's awesome. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow's the truth. This kid can play. Yeah. He does not scare. And it's like when like a, an upstart young team is in the baseball playoffs, you say, like, they're too dumb to be scared. 
They're too young to be scared. Right. And Joe Burrow has all the swag in the world. He's like made out of swagger. When he gets his 23 and me back, it's just going to say swagger <laughs> in all caps. It's going to say swagger in all caps. So I don't I don't think he's going to wilt and and under the big lights. I Not think he's going to rise to the occasion Not and all. he's going to ball out. But can the Bengals stop him? Can the Bengals make any stops at all whatsoever on the Kansas City Chiefs? It's got to happen. Or nobody's talking about will they sort of or might revert back to the old Chiefs of earlier this season and shoot themselves in the foot because turnovers was a big thing for them. Sure. Yeah, I mean, if you don't remember the beginning of the season, the Chiefs defense was awful. Horrible. One of the worst in the league especially for a playoff-caliber team, probably the worst defense of any playoff-caliber team. Seems like week 9, week 10, they started to gel, they started to come together, and, you know, to be honest, I didn't really put in the effort to analyze what the, the change in, in strategy or outlook. They go from, you know, a cover two man spy or well, anything like that. Well, I, chill out on the Madden talk. Yeah, my man. bad, my bad. <laughs> chill out. I don't know what the big change was, but they're playing much better the second half of the year. Yeah. And again, I'll say it, I'll say it again. I think they're going to try to run the ball. I think both teams are going to try to eat the clock so they don't give the ball back to the other quarterback. If that happens, you might as well just give the game to Cincinnati without all if if it goes the way you're saying and the, the running of the ball, I'm going to put everything behind Cincinnati, Joe Mixon, instead of Hilaire, whoever hyphenated name his name is, Williams. <laughs> I'm not – Mixon is the man. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase's college teammate, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yes. Same team, same year, same champions. He's better as a receiver, not as someone to give rushes to like Joe Mixon. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Joe Mixon's the real deal yep. as far as running back goes, and they're going to try to get him going. Number one, that it's important to their offense to be able to run the ball and not just sling it around to Jamar Chase over and over and over again, yep. which they will do. They're going to do it. I, w- I would love to see. I didn't pull up my prop bets, but I would love to see what's the over-under on targets for Jamar Chase. Well, also something that we're not talking about, I do believe Honey Badger is out. Yeah, Still with the concussion. So Honey Badger's out. As of Ooh. now, Honey Badger is out. Jamar Chase against that defense with no Honey Badger? Woo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't wait to see it. I mean, my, my prediction is the Bengals plus seven, the under, but the Chiefs win. That's what I see. I like that. that. That's pretty much how I think it'll play out as well. I mean, not only do they want to run out the clock and, and get the other team off the field – it's the championship game. The refs let them play. You know, the refs... They better. Are, the, the, the refs don't let that laundry fly yeah. in the championship game like they do the rest of the year. So I think they're going to let the defense play a little rougher. They might let a couple offensive holdings slip. They might turn their head a little bit. I didn't see that one. That was going to borderline. <laughs> this will be the third week in a row that I've picked against the Bengals. Okay. The Chiefs are a good bet. Like it's, they it's, are, but every other team has been too. There's, I just keep doing the whole, oh, they're babies, the baby Bengals. They don't know anything. Yeah. And they just keep winning. So that's what the scary part, what should be scary for Kansas City Chiefs fans. Well, do you also have the Chiefs 
the Chiefs and the points or just the Chiefs winning? No, just the Chiefs winning. I'm not seven. So you got I don't know. You got Bengals plus seven. Yeah. And the over? I gotta go over. Because to me, the over in this game is the the smartest money bet. I gotta go over of yeah. anything tomorrow. Yep. I just I just have a feeling like they haven't showed this game plan in weeks, but I think I feel that they're gonna try to keep the other team off the field. We're gonna break down Niners Rams when we get back. Dave and Busters presents two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. You are back. John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Usually we have the I-9 Varsity here. And it's everyone's favorite segment. Mm -hmm. I get all the compliments on it. People just love it. Like a best of segment where we establish randomly a topic throughout the show. And we do a varsity, a best of, a Mount Rushmore, a totem pole Mm -hmm. of whatever subject we decide on throughout the show. But today, we spilled over a little bit. So we're going to talk Rams-Niners, yeah. and we'll pick the varsity back up next week. Yeah. But got to send a shout-out to a friend of the show, i9sports280. Go to i9sports.com, search Chapter 280. Not only do they do sports, but they do all kinds of other activities for your kid to keep them healthy and safe in the community and you know just formulate more interest and and help them grow and learn. And and I like the the fellowship and community of of what they do there and it's it's just an awesome place and awesome organization and we're very fortunate to have them sponsor the show. Rams mm. host the Niners. Mm. How much of a home field advantage is it's to be seen because the Niners travel and the Niners aren't that far away from LA and the Niners fans if they can afford to live in San Francisco, they can afford <laughs> NFC championship tickets. I was going to say, they can live on the moon. Yes. <laughs> the Niners have beat the Rams six straight. Mm-hmm. Yet, the Rams are still favorites. Four and a half point favorites. The line is fluctuating three and a half, four and a half. San Francisco's been getting a lot of money betting on them. And why shouldn't they? They've beat the Rams six times in a row. They beat the Rams both of their meetings this year. But I'm going to tell you why the Rams will prevail. Mm. San Francisco 49ers do not have Matthew Stafford. They have Jimmy G. And you saw how anemic that offense was last week in Lambeau Field. The Niners won that game strictly with their defense and special teams. Their offense was non-existent until they needed a single solitary field goal to go up on top of the Packers and then held Rodgers again. I have all the faith in the world in the Niners defense. I got all the faith in the world in Niners special teams. I got all the faith in the world in Debo Samuel. But I think that the Rams are just too talented the Rams' defense is as good or better than Green Bay's defense. San Francisco's going to find themselves in a really rough spot, won't be able to score, and then the Rams will do just enough to come out on top. So I got the Rams and the points, and again, this sounds crazy, but I have the under. 
Hmm. Never have I ever bet the under hmm. on both NFC Championship games. Rams, minus four and a half, and the under. Ooh, I got to disagree with you, Van. I don't blame you. I a lot of people to, do. I have to disagree with you because everything looks great on paper. But when it comes down to these types of games, 49ers know the Rams like the back of their hands. They know the weaknesses. They know what to expect. I'm not going to take anything away from Stafford because I think he's going to play great, but I don't think it'll be enough just because I think the 49ers are going to do the same thing to the Rams that they've done all year and what they did to the Cowboys. Be very physical, run the ball, don't give them the ball on offense. The Niners beat two better rosters already. Yes, and I think they keep it going. Cowboys have a better roster than the Niners. I Packer, yeah. Packers have a better roster than the Niners. Yeah. Rams have a better roster than the Niners. Yeah. Why do I keep betting against these guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Actually, I mean I did I did pick the Niners yeah. wild card weekend, so it's it it's the classic it doesn't look right. Sure. But they get it done. Just keep doing it. That's the team that the 49ers are, and I think they're going to prevent the Rams from being the second team in a row to play at home for the Super Bowl. It's going to be a rematch, Kansas City versus the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Rams lost to the 49ers last week to let the Niners sneak into the playoffs. Uh, Remember how they played? Sure. A lot of interceptions by Stafford. Yep. Kind of gave that one away. Yep. I want to tell you the. The Rams have five losses this year. Let me tell you who they are to. Gotcha. Number one seed in the AFC, Tennessee Titans. Number one seed in the NFC, Green Bay Packers. And early in the season to the super hot Arizona Cardinals. Right. And Kyler Murray played out of his mind. Mm -hmm. So three great teams and then two L's to the 49ers. They win every game they're supposed to. I think week 18 was a fluke. They didn't have enough to play for. I think the six-game losing streak comes to an end, and the Rams and Matthew Stafford prevail. And I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford. He deserves it. There is no penalty worse than being in Detroit Man, he don't for deserve. your whole career. He don't deserve nothing. <laughs> You're talking to a Chargers fan. <laughs> he deserves nothing. No, but he is playing out of his mind. He's doing what McVay and the Rams wanted him and thought he would do with that Rams roster. I just believe the 49ers are the Rams kryptonite. I mean, they obviously are. Yeah. They, they've won six in a row. They do it they've, ugly. It's so ugly. It's ugly. Yeah. It's, and it's not fun to watch. No, not at all. I mean, it's great for Bill Romanowski to watch. <laughs> Because he's a defensive guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a linebacker. He Mm -hmm. loves watching rough and tumble, defense, control the clock, turnover games. That's not what sells tickets. Also, special shout-out to Bill Romanowski, new friend of the show. Great interview today. That was so awesome. It was nice having him on. Yes. Excited to start our friendship with NFL legend Bill Romanowski here on Two Men On. Also, thanks to all the callers. Thanks to all the texters. Thanks to co-host... Fred Slow for calling in. Give us the Royal Rumble preview. Taking time out of his busy, busy schedule. Jeff, Fred is in your last name at the Royal Rumble right now. Yeah, St. Louis, STL. 
His old stomping grounds. He loves the STL. <laughs> yes, he do. So, yeah, I'm really excited for these games, and I think all signs point to the Chiefs winning. But, boy, will I be rooting for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase to put on a show. Real quick question for you, Van. Is the best Super Bowl Rams versus Chiefs? Yes. All offense? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I mean, the Rams have a good defense. They, got, they have a good defense. Don't and, and, and Kansas City's defense came alive. They're playing but much better. When you think of both of these teams, you think straight offense, and you think about that Monday night game a couple of years ago, and it was just like 800 to 7, 797. Like each, each team had yeah. a defensive touchdown. Yeah. It was just a bazillion points and yeah. yards. That's probably one of the best regular season games I've ever seen. Yeah, me too. And it's going to be like, as far as ratings go, the best matchup for the Super Bowl too. Yep. We'll see. NFL fan, if you're not from Kansas City, if you are not betting on Kansas City, the whole world is rooting for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yes. Tired of Kansas City already, and they're just getting started. Just getting started. They're going to be here for a decade. If they can keep that core. Oh, most definitely. They're going to have to adjust Patrick Mahomes' contract. But if they can keep the core of that team, they're going to be dominant for a decade. Yep. Great weekend of football. So excited. Thanks for everyone who participated in the show, all the callers, all the texters. Special shout-out to Mailman. Always a fun fun segment. When Crazy he Mailman. Crazy Mailman. Being chased <laughs> by dogs, going through gates. It's never a quiet call with Mailman. There's a lot going on in the background. It sounds like he There's was going lot. down a chimney today. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you delivering mail? In a Chinese restaurant kitchen? <laughs> what, what are these noises? What are these noises? <laughs> Special shout-out to Bill Romanowski, new friend of the show. Special shout-out to Brandon Ortega, KOB TV, back-to-back-to-back New Mexico Sportscaster of the Year, superstar, all things local sports. Can't love that human being any more than I already do. And thanks to you for another great day, Robert. Hey, this was awesome. Let's do it again Monday. What do you say we do it again Monday? I'm with it. Make sure you check out the opening drive with Jeff and JJ first thing Monday morning. Then me and Robert will be back on Monday to recap championship weekend. We got a couple special stories we're going to hit up on Monday that we kept in our pocket for today because we just got too busy. You've been listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. Sports Animal.